This is Line Dance Podcast. I'm Christopher Gonzalez. Hello and welcome to Line Dance Podcast. What is your name? I'm Wendy Payne. Hmm. And what would you say is your primary role in the line dance community? I dance. Hmm. I enjoy the dance. I enjoy the people. Um, that's my primary role. I'm not involved in any professional capacity. I'm just an attendee. Hmm. And I very much enjoy it. Well, all of us just attendees are the ones that keep them alive, keep the events going, I'd say. How many events would you estimate you've been to in your timeline dancing? Um, This marathon, actually, here in 2019, would be my fifth marathon, Mm. uh, my very first five years ago. Mm. And so since that time, I would estimate maybe 20 to 22, perhaps, events. When, five years. When did you when did you start and, and how did you find out about line dance? Um, well, I mean, I've always done you know the electric slide. I mean, any typical wedding or bat mitzvah or you know any celebration you would do the electric slide, and I always enjoyed it because you don't need a partner. Mm. Um, finding a gentleman to dance with is sometimes challenging, and you kind of need a partner if you're going to do those kinds of dances. So the line dancing allows me to dance on my own and in my own individual way. Hmm. Um, I would later go as I became of age, be able to dance in sports pubs and whatnot, mm-hmm. and uh, came upon a, a, a sports pub that in Northern Virginia, where a lady by the name of Line Dance Sherry or Sherry Litzenberg was teaching. Mm-hmm. And um, what are these dances she's teaching? I've never heard of such, you know. Uh, and that was it. I got bit by the bug, and she campaigned for a number of years. When do you really should go to an event? You really should go to an event or one of these workshops. Um, finally, I said, okay, I'll go. And so, again, that was five years ago. And I started right here at the marathon and mm. just became addicted immediately. Is there anything that influences your decisions to go to some events uh, over the course of a year? Uh, versus others that like I know for for Megan and myself we both started we each started uh, with Vegas Dance Explosion as our first event so we know mm-hmm. going forward we're never going to miss it also it's close by so you know how can you beat that that fair on Southwest it's like 60 bucks each way like oh. of course we're not going to miss it but uh, you know others as much as we would love to go to say uh, Big Bang every year there's some years when like the budget just doesn't allow and mm-hmm. uh, it's all the way across the country. So there, there are you know, reasons why, even though we would love to just go to all the events every weekend for the entire year, every year, uh, we have to choose some over others depending on how that year is looking. Um, is there anything that, um, that pulls you toward some events that you just cannot miss and others that you're like, you know what, I'll hit that one up again in, say, two or three years. I will be back, but I just don't think this year is going to be that year. So... Again, I've only been doing this for five years, so I started out really just doing a couple of events the first year, and then I added more events as I met more people. My line dance family grew, mm-hmm. um, and you know, of course, hey, you should attend this event or that event. Uh, and so, because I live in Northern Virginia, I like to stay. You know, if I can do something within driving distance, or if I have to travel for work purposes, I'll try to mm. schedule that. If I have to fly, for example, if I'm going to Orlando or like to Nashville later this year and Chicago, I'll try to budget that around my work ske- schedule, if you will. Mm. Um, but I like I like both the large and small events. Um, I like marathon a lot. Uh, it's near and dear because it was my first one. It's also 
conveniently located just four hours from home. Mm-hmm. Something for everyone. Um, I really, I really like the main ballroom as the you know intermediate advanced dances. There's also the beginner improver room, so you can bounce back and forth. And then there's the all requests um, that that you don't have the restricting guidelines of what music is played. And I really enjoy that. I also like the smaller events. Um, for example, line dance spring break. I think is one of my favorite by virtue of it being at the beach and also steve does a fantastic job with us all being together there's such a wide variety of what's offered um so sorry rosie i love nice all too but it's not at the beach but it is beautiful up in the mountains and she does a, an amazing job with the food and just making sure everyone's taken care of there too hmm. now would you say you go mostly for the workshops or mostly for the social dancing, the late night dancing, or just to hang out with friends and not dance at all? Like, what is the thing that you go to these events for mostly? Um, I go to push myself. I go for the workshops. I want to learn more. I want to become a better dancer. Um, we don't grow if we're not stepping outside of that comfort zone or if we're just staying in our bubble. And that, that, applies to many areas of one's life and dance is especially that for me so if I'm at a certain level of dance or if I'm comfortable in one genre of dance for example um, Shane McKeever taught a dance called reverse Mm. no way no how is that in my typical go-to wheelhouse but he makes it look so fun doesn't make it look so easy although it wasn't as hard as what it appeared to be because he's such a great you know performer um, but it's very difficult, mind you. Uh, but I just push myself to, let's do this. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, just I like to be challenged. The workshops are important. I like the social dancing um, at night. Don't always make it to the late night. But um, And, of course, the people are great. And I think that's a key for line dancing for me is that it is these events and line dancing in general. Um, it causes us to sort of collide with other people in our lives intermingle and these are you know I never would have met either of you you know and anyone here that uh, in in this event had it not been for the line dance and so I'm very grateful for all of the exposure to wonderful people and their creativity and and just the just the the love and uh, for those listening at home uh, Wendy is referring to myself as well as Megan Barsulia who's sitting right next to me say hi Uh, there's a saying that uh, you reminded me of a ship is safe in harbor but that's not what ships are for referring to absolutely true absolutely um you know i um and what i'm about to, to to express to you is something that um has been expressed you know by others you know when i first came into this uh again five years ago I was just mesmerized looking at the this wonderful dancers on the dance floor and wow I hope one day I can dance like that lady or this girl or this this person and you know some of those people took me in under their wings and really you know help you know help me grow and uh, develop as a as a dancer and so I've been fortunate enough to be able to pass that on and to share it with others as well and um I jokingly say this is like the largest community of codependency on the dance floor ever, <laughs> but, but it, it's in a healthy way, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I, I just re- remember, you know, 
it's just like it was yesterday. Wow, I really want to be able to dance so fluidly and so beautifully, you know, such as, as, as this person or that person. And then those people to take me in to help me grow and, and really push me beyond the limits that I thought I would never get beyond. And now, in turn, I enjoyed doing that for others. So that's why learning the workshops and keeping me, you know, raising the bar so that I can help others. It's, it's fun. Hmm. Now, this may sound like a multiple choice exam or something, but uh, I have another kind of maybe multifaceted question for you, which is how do you decide which class you're going to take? When you've come in, let's say on a a Friday night and you're watching demos and you have your calendar in your hand because they've given you the packet, do you look for a dance you've never done before, like a style you've never done, or do you look for something that's more complementary of your current skill set? Do you go for personalities that seem interesting and new to you, or do you go with people whose style you already know that you enjoy, or do you just look at, oh, I got nothing going on during that hour, I guess I'll just drop in on, oh, this one's closest. Um, I would say no to the, the last comment, <laughs> no. Um, if I have nothing to do in an hour, I will assure you I will be napping, mm, um, not <laughs> or putting my feet in an ice bath, not not just dropping into a class. Um, mm. I do a little of both. I, I like to attend some of my sort of go-to. I love the the slow, flowy waltz nightclubs. I like those, especially if it's a beautiful song mm. uh, that I love. And but I also like the hip hop and the other things as well. It really depends on also when you're looking at the demos. I mean, how fun does it appear to be? Mm. Uh, there are some uh, there are some people who demonstrate that really sell the dance and better than others, in my opinion. And um, and then there are those sleeper dances, if you will. Like, well, I don't know. I might really like the music, and I'm not. The dance is not selling me, but because I really, really am interested in this track, I'm going to take the class. And then I go into the class and I say, wow, I'm so glad I took this dance because I love it. I love it a lot more than I thought I would have, um, you know, just by watching the demo. Hmm. So it's, it's a little of both. I try to have variety at the end of the day, but I do try to take something that I feel is a little above my I don't want to say pay grade, but above my, my abilities or what my perceived abilities are to be and uh, try to push myself a little bit. Hmm. Are there, Variety. Are there any events that are on your to-attend list that you still haven't quite made it to in the last five years? Um, I would say the Nashville experience is my or the, the dance experience, I will attend that for the first time ever. So that's in Nashville this year. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, I've not made it to Motor City. I've heard great things about that. I've never made it to Vegas, although that seems so large, might be a little intimidating. We'll see. Um, I just signed up for Ireland for 2020 and I've never been abroad. So I'm super out of my mind excited about that too. So um and I just learned of a, another one that's in Palm Springs. I had no idea even existed. So I'm learning about all, I mean, there are events all over the place. So they're, they're the ones that I haven't made it to that I would like to. True story. Yeah. So I have a couple quick questions for you. Was there 
Well, there's several moments in any weekend event. What would you say is one that you're going to take with you and remember and be able to look back on and be like, I'm so glad I was at that event because of this reason? Oh, wow. There's just so many to, there's just too many to count. Um, you know, I would, I would have to say that the, 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 the top for me was so meaningful. So Guillaume Shard was here. Uh, it's my first ev- event really, uh, I think that I've attended that, that he was in teaching at. And um, my favorite, favorite line dance for like the last year plus has been Leave a Light On, which he was choreographer of. And so I was able to dance that next to him, which really gave me, you know, the goose pimples. And it was amazing. And he didn't make me look too bad out there. He's very <laughs> much a showman and just a beautiful, beautiful dancer. And so I'm so uh, really grateful for that because that song's been very meaningful for me personally. In my yeah. Life. yeah. Well, awesome. For family members and whatnot. So. Cool. And because I am quite the line dance enthusiast... And I love lists, and I love categorizing, and I'm addicted to spreadsheets. Thank you for your influence, Christopher. And (laughs) I love color coding. What can you tell me about your schedule and how you decide from the demos based on the schedule and keep yourself organized? So... I might be a little OCD about this, so I, I am almost stalking the website multiple times a day with, when we're about two weeks out looking for that schedule so that I can print it out. I immediately identify the dances I already know that I don't need a review on, eliminate those from the pack, and then I go and look what videos are out, what, what level dance is it, how many, how many counts and all of that. And also, I look at the music. Do I own the music? Do I have it organized in a playlist? And I make a playlist just for the one. And of course, some we don't know because they're going to be released. Um, and yeah, I color code what I, what I know versus what I would like to take or what I think I want to take. Um, and I just, I just have it color coded, really. Just this is the one I'm going to take. This is the one I'm going to take. And I'm fortunate enough to have... Um, a local-ish dance family that's rather spread out over about three to four hour radius and a lot of us will compare notes and say okay well if you take this I'll take that and then we can teach one another afterwards and then because there's the accountability that I I really have to learn this dance not just for my own self but because I don't want to let someone else down and I want to make sure I'm teaching them the right way so that it causes me to put in the extra effort not just in in the workshop but also on my own I'll dedicate the time to do that because I don't want to let someone else down and and you know we still have the accountability which is really great and that's a way of showing love to someone else on the dance floor too I love that um I know you also use uh some symbols as well as um dictating if like maybe there's a difference in the song or anything like that what else do you use on your calendar I'm sorry can you rephrase that? Um, I'm not sure I'm I know I know that you also to like signify that you already have the music for it or if the music is oh. different than the dance okay, title on my schedule. okay i see 
So yeah, I put a little musical note in like the upper left-hand corner of that class listing so that lets me know, yes, Wendy, you already have the music and it's on, it's in the right playlist, if you will. Um, and then a lot of the dances are actually the same name as the song or the music. If it's not, then I will handwrite the name of the song so I can match it up and get to it quickly without having to look it up in the step sheet or on Copper Knob or whatnot. Um, and then if it's not available on iTunes, I'll make a list of that so I know I have to find it on Spotify or something. I love it's, it. It's, it's pretty detailed. I love it. No, I think that's it's a great thing that I wanted people to be able to hear so that when they're looking at their schedules mm-hmm. in the future, maybe it's stuff that they can consider to help them mm-hmm. be a little bit more analytical and you know in choosing their lessons and whatnot. Yeah. So. And the reason why I want you know, to get that schedule as soon as possible is to create the music list as soon as possible because then I pretty much that's all the only music I will listen to until I get to the event because sometimes, you, I mean, you can hear the restarts. John Robinson will tell you when they stop singing, there's probably a Tiger restart coming. <laughs> so, uh, you know, so there's, I listen to the music so I'm familiar with it so it's not such a surprise hearing it for the first time in class if possible. It makes me feel more comfortable too. So that's part of why I do it that way. That actually makes a lot of sense. When we teach at Sonoma State Line Dance Club, they're hearing the music for these dances for the very first time. Mm-hmm. So you know, we'll try to reassure them, like, well, if you listen to this song enough, like, you'll get used to when it's coming. And I know that some people, they like to count out, well, just tell me what wallet's on. That way I can count to six, and then when I'm on the sixth wall. Like, well, no, if you listen to the music, it'll, it'll, you'll hear it. But not everybody just naturally hears it coming, especially when they're hearing that song only then when they're being taught. And then, you know, if they flub the wall, they miss the restart, they get frustrated. I'm never coming back to this dance. (laughs) Giving people that head start, giving yourself that head start will make you feel so much more comfortable when you're finally ready to dance it through. So I think that's a great idea that you do that. Yeah, I'd like to share one other thing that, um, one other pointer, if you will. uh, for example, I, 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 we have the list of who's attending as far as the, uh, the choreographers and the, and the instructors, uh, even before the schedule comes out. So if I know that Fred Whitehouse is going to be in an event and Gary O'Reilly is going to be in an event, I'm going to review the dances that I learned once upon a time so that I don't arrive at the event and go, oh, wait, how did that tag go? When do we restart? Wait what's the love remains it's walk walk and then what do you do you know so no we review ahead of time that's that's myself and my dance family so that we have those choreographers dances fresh in our mind so that we can you know do those and and feel confident on the dance floor so sort of our our crash you know we're cramming if you will not for the final exam but cramming for the dance event I mean, that actually reminds me of something that uh, we would do in high school, and I think maybe even college, was that idea of splitting up the notes so that if, if a big exam is coming up and everybody takes notes on one chapter and there are like five or six chapters that, that are going to be tested, then everybody else gets to see a nice distilled, concise version of what they need to know and not have to read the entire book. Everyone can just read their own part and then read somebody else's notes. And like you said, there's accountability. If you read one chapter and you're not part of one of these groups, 
and you don't read the rest of the chapters, then you know, you're letting yourself down, but you, maybe you're okay with that. But some people, they really don't want to let anyone else down. And then along the way, they learn. Yeah. So I, I think that is actually a really good idea for Vegas Dance Explosion, which has so many ballrooms all going at the same time, all with great dances that no one wants to miss. And a lot of these people come together from, say, Southern California. Big troops of people will come out from there. And then when they all come home, they maybe we're all in the same class together so they can all do that dance together but look at all the ones they missed because they didn't split up i think that's a a really good tip that you know maybe we'll mention to our friends that they can consider because once they get back home and they mix and match now they all have five or six dances they can do together so thank you for sharing that with us you're welcome if there if there were one giant message one big thing that you would like to put out there for all of line dance to think about and maybe apply somewhere in their own lives what would you like us all to consider you know what I tell people all of the time even outside of my line dance community is you know line dancing is it's, it's like not your father's root beer right mm. it's not your father's line dancing mm. it's not your it, it, line dancing has really evolved um, it's, it's not in its own little box. And even though, you know, again, I'm trying to break out of my box and grow, mm-hmm. if you will, um, I, th- I think it's open for everyone. Um, it's, it's intragenerational. It's for people of all ages, all walks of life. I mean, all over the world, I come here and I, I meet people from, again, I've never been abroad. And I, yet I have a lot of dance family abroad that I know would welcome me into their home to, to visit and for, you know, a meal or something. Um, it's just so welcoming. It's a beautiful community. It's wonderful, and I, I just—I think that everyone should just know they're—they're they're welcome. They come. It's a place where you can be yourself. You can express, uh, you know, express yourself. Um, you know, happy, sad, mad, or glad. You take it out on the dance floor. My grandma's always said that, and I absolutely believe that. Mm. People should absolutely come and check it out. Mm. If there were a way that. Uh people could reach out to you and and get in contact with you that uh, would be I guess most convenient for you Um, Mm -hmm. probably not snail mail I would imagine probably Uh, not what would be the best way that they could reach out whether via email or Facebook or snapchat if that's what the young kids are using these days Uh, (laughs) what would what would you say uh, would be best and and how would you spell that out letter by letter so the best way to reach me would be or I'm gonna give you two options one would be uh, via Facebook um, Facebook or Facebook Messenger and Mm. I'm on there as Wendy Ann Payne w-e-n-d-y a-N-N-P-A-Y-N-E. Um, again, that's for Facebook and Facebook Messenger. And the other would be my email address. And I really hardly ever check my personal email. <laughs> I only use my work email. Um, so uh, my work email is wpayne, P-A-Y-N-E, at centurionwealth.com. C-E-N-T as in Tom, U-R-I-O-N-W-E-A-L-T-H.com. And I do that because I get so many emails that that's the only one I can ever look at during the day. So if it's important, that's where somebody should reach me. All right. If there were one line dance that you would recommend that everyone learn right now. That everyone learn right now. Right now. In their cars. In. (laughs) (laughs) As they listen to this episode. Uh, I would say just the hand motions of gyrate when you're at a traffic light only. (laughs) (laughs) 
No, um, you know, I know that, uh, wow, that's really difficult. When you say everyone, are you talking everyone in the line dance community or just everyone out there in general? I'm not... Well, I mean, you could look at it either way. Yeah. If, if, if this is something that a person would want to reach for four years after they first discover that line dance exists and an existing you know, current dancer might enjoy learning tomorrow might be the same one. For example, we've heard a lot of Have Fun, Go Mad. Uh, I know one of my picks would probably be Dizzy because you, know, you could do it in country bars. You can do it at events. It's, it's all over the world. Uh, electric Slide, if you want to, like you were saying, have, have something that you could do at any celebration. Um, a lot of different options for, for where you could go with this question. Wow, this is a hard one. Um, There are so many good ones out there. It's really hard to pick just one. Let's say a friend of yours is about to go teach a group of other friends a line dance, and they're asking you for advice, like, which one should I, which one should I go with? Which one would be the most fun for them? And you don't know her, her friends from anybody, but you think, eh, I've always seen people have a good time with this one. You know what? Honestly, I think it would be your dance, the KS for Kicks, and here's why. No, here's no seriously, here's why. Anyone can 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 dance this dance, even if you have. Um, you can make it low impact, or you can kick and kick and kick with those cowboy boots on. You can make you can do some extra spins in there. You can. I mean, there's a lot you can do with it to make it your own. You can make it very simple and beginner. You can also make it very you know again jump around have fun uh you can make it a little more challenging and do other things in there with it i i I like that dance i actually taught it to my husband i think it's like the third or fourth dance he knows well he won't say he knows it he'll say that i he needs me next to him but yeah Mm. it's it's i I think that one honestly some love for katie's rejects thank you (laughs) i appreciate that well, thank you also for taking the time to chat with us at 4.21 in the morning on the East Coast at uh, the post-show of Line Dance Marathon. You're welcome. That's what we do. We support our own. Yeah. Well, um, this has been... Megan Barcelia. With Christopher Gonzalez. And... Wendy Payne. And until next time, we will... See, see you on, on the, the dance, dance floor. floor.